This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound as everybody comes back to work. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. A royal wedding. That's right. The most exciting thing that there can be is going to be a royal wedding. Wow, really? (laughs) Wow. Wow, you of all people. You what, what, do you, what do you want it to be, the Michael Flynn investigation? I don't care. Cyber Monday. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's Cyber Monday. Yours is stupider than mine. It's going to be the biggest shopping day in the history of uh, capitalism, I think. Is that right? Yeah. Well, I'm a capitalist, so that's fine. More money spent today shopping than uh, any day in the history of capitalism. Of course, Cyber Monday is in, it's entirely phony. Whatever. That claim might be phony. Whatever. Whatevs. So what's the royal wedding story? Well, Prince Harry is marrying the English actress, the American actress, a Meghan di- Markle. A divorcee. A diver- dor- dor- yes, she's been divorced. <laughs> Apparently also they got- <laughs> of mixed race. Oh, they, my. They got over the whole your ancestor beheaded my ancestor thing, right. which is nice. It, you know, proves bearing <clears throat> of the hatchets and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, he's the only royal I like. He seems like a decent dude. Oh, Wills is okay. What do you have against William? I'll not have him badmouthed on this show. He's a little nothing. Mm-hmm. Just a little flaccid. Well, well, Harry's a stud, man. Yeah, Harry's a real man. Yeah. He's a king. You're going to have a freaking king? Have that guy as a king. Wow. Huh? Let's introduce everybody on the squad. We'll start over there with our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Welcome back. How was Thanksgiving? Good morning, Michelangelo. Hey, good morning. Thanksgiving was great. You know, but I think as much as I enjoyed the Thanksgiving Day meal, I enjoy the Thanksgiving the day after Thanksgiving Day meal with the leftovers. Sometimes the they're day better. after. What about that night? Yeah, meal right. num- meal number two before you go to bed. I can't eat like I used to though. I yeah, used to be no able kidding. to really pack it away, and now I get full, and I, I just sit there in shame. You know, like I should have done better. Oh, you're like Prince William. Just sad. Yeah. Wow. Weak. Wow. <laughs> I'm surprised you guys are here being Cyber Monday and all. <laughs> yeah. It was tough to come in. There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. A uh, fantastic weekend of uh, food, friendship, family, all, all that good stuff. Way too many pies. Way Whoa. too many pies. Uh, but uh, just uh, as working my side of the street, just want to give you guys a heads up. There is a fantastic new Western miniseries. This isn't an episode. There's not going to be 18 seasons of this or anything. It's seven episodes. Each episode's about an hour. It's a Western called Godless. It is awesome. It is everything a Western should be. It is It is very much just a classical Western story. It's, cool. I it's, love Westerns. It's, it's, it's I'm really sorry. Good. Where is that going to be available? Netflix. It is Netflix. on Netflix. I've heard of it. My son and I had pie for breakfast three days in a row. It oh, was yeah. just awesome. Oh, yeah. First thing he'd say when he got out of bed. We having pie for breakfast again today? And I'd Heck say, yes, yes so. we are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, we're about out of pie. 
Hey, we got a slice of pumpkin and a slice of the pay cloud. And then his little brother who doesn't like apple pie would get caught up in the excitement every single day and say, I'll try a little, mm-hmm. even though he tried some the day before. Yeah. yeah. And then he wouldn't like it, and he would throw it across the room. <laughs> every day. <laughs> it's good to have traditions. Yeah, it's part of our family traditions. Right? Nope, still sucks. <laughs> yeah, me clean- now the hurling of the pie. <laughs> yeah. Me cleaning pie off the window, part of a family tradition. There's Marsha uh, Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marsha? Well, i got to tell you, I made it back from my Yosemite adventure, and I have to report, very sadly, it was not good. Uh-oh. Friends, we are loving our parks to death. <laughs> the park was amazing, but the crowds were appalling. Really? Traffic jams, parking lots packed, packed shuttle buses. My friends, my hosts who took me to the park are really mad at me for complaining so much. <laughs> And wow. sis, it's hardly ever that crowded. So I grinched it, and now they're not talking to me. I'm sure that's wow. true. You, that was, literally, they're angry at you? Oh, they're angry. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about, what were we talking about the other day, the best time to buy a tree? Oh, yeah, you said the best time to buy a tree yeah. is like a Tuesday at 2 o'clock. Right. Oh, yeah, the reason everybody's at some place at a certain time yeah. is because most people can't get off work Tuesday at 2 yeah. o'clock or yeah. whatever. Right. So yeah. everybody goes to Thanksgiving. But I've been to the park and many parks many times on a Tuesday at 2 o'clock, a regular day, and they're yeah. fantastic. Oh, yeah. If you go on your Thanksgiving, your 4th of July, that right. sort of stuff. It right. can get a little uh, little crazy. My well, suggestion you know, is a Wednesday at midnight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> In January. Yes. Uh, well, you know, word to the wise for folks. Yeah, your big national parks are insanely crowded yes. during the quote-unquote obvious times to go. That would make me insanely mad, though. Because, oh. I mean, the whole point is the, the beauty and the peace and the quiet and just bumper-to-bumper traffic waiting for a parking space. Oh, I would be so mad. Yeah. Yeah, that's just awful. And everybody not walking around in, tu- in tune with nature, but in tune with anger, you know, and frustration yep. oh, and, yeah. and impatience and boredom and oh. little kids. Dad, when are we get it? You know, echoing off El Capitan. Yeah. Right. I hate apple pie. Throw it. In. <laughs> oh, more anger. <laughs> Trump's America. <laughs> Oh, boy. That's right. I hate this. I'd forgotten. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this Monday, November 27th, year 2017, we are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Well, just a private word to your son. That's right, boy. Stoke your hatreds. Stoke your grudges. Keep them hot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's begin the show now. Officially according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go. At Mark. In an attempt to skip the crowds during the Black Friday shopping frenzy, people opted to wait in long lines to catch a glimpse of the sights inside Yosemite National Park. It took us about 45 minutes, and yeah, it was it was Black Friday shopping at Yosemite. Wow, our own Marshall Phillips. Oh, wait, I know that voice. Featured on local news. So you were the lame man on the street for a local newscast. Oh, that's priceless. The the Chiron for Marshall Phillips, Yosemite Park visitor. (laughs) Oh, beautiful. We got to introduce him like that for at least the next month. Now with the news, Marshall Phillips, Yosemite Park visitor. And he made not one but two appearance in that uh, about two and a half minute clip. Here's the second. Others say people would be willing to cough up the cash. People pay 70 bucks for a car load. Just jam more people in the car. Elitism. There you go. (laughs) Elitism. (laughs) That's fantastic, Marshall. You made the local news. Awesome. (laughs) What are other headlines? Well, coming up, Congress returning to work today. Some members under a cloud. There's a battle going on over who's going to be in charge of a federal banking watchdog group. 
and Joe mentioned it, the world, the social world abuzz about another royal wedding in the works, the prince and the actress. We have more details coming up, 635 Armstrong and Getty. With Willis. National Park visitor Marshall Phillips. That's right, uh, two things. First of all, Marshall, we need to break on time at the bottom of the hour because we have some special Marshall-related email, oh. a little bonus mailbag right. for you. Plus, speaking of the royal wedding. Took us hours and hours to line this up, but we finally found him out back of a bakery in London. Nigel Rotund oh. will be reporting on the upcoming royal nuptials. <laughs> he stole it. Yeah, he is. I assumed he had passed. He had a rare octuple bypass and is back and better than ever. Well, fantastic. How's mailbag look? Oh, it's fine. We have the weekly shower thoughts, cleverness, awesome. uh, you know, uh, philosophy, etc. All on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. to work before you can start doing anything productive as you have to clear out about eight gazillion emails yeah 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 from your uh your mail folder because you went to a website once and it somehow got your information and now they're sending you ads for cyber monday it's you've really, got mail it's really amazing yeah 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 and then you have to finally open up another email account and it's you're just you're fleeing you're fleeing it's like it the the the, the What's the uh, zombie show that everybody watches? It's just like that. Just see what John. Just gotta keep running. Just see what John McCain said about Hillary Clinton and Esquire magazines. Pretty funny. It's pretty. Funny. No, I think I missed that. So stay tuned for that. Excellent. Can't wait. He drops an f bomb. Oh no. Oh, sorry. Now he's that. a sailor. Mailbag. <laughs> Good point. Swears like one. Oh, that's right. We usually lead with the shower thoughts. Let's do that on a Monday morning. After a long weekend, at least for some of us. My boy is uh, working retail now. He's got a retail job. Mm. He worked for a month there and got promoted. He now runs the like the front of the store. He's doing well. Yeah, well, I would imagine he's trying, and most people don't try. You know, I've tried to teach him that their whole lives, my kids. Show up and try hard, and you'll be a star. Here your weekly shower thoughts is compiled by Rich in Salt Lake City. Thanks, Rich. Hope you and the family are well. It is common for babies to fall asleep and wake up. But as an adult, that would be terrifying. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I've done it, but uh, where are we? Where are we? <laughs> How did we get here? In the car. <laughs> I've done it, but there was alcohol involved. Yeah. Where am I? That's. Uh, did you find that intriguing like a puzzle? No. Or disturbing. It's disturbing. Okay. I, I remember one time I woke up in the back seat of a car and uh Yours? No. And uh it was a buddy of mine. I don't know where he was. Hmm. But anyway, I thought, that's it. I'm gonna walk home. The sun is up. I start walking and then I pass a library and read on the library. It's a much different town than I thought it was. <laughs> so I guess I'm not walking home. Whoops, back to the car. <laughs> where was that car? Oh boy. Moving along. <laughs> statistically, 100% of world wars are caused by Austrians. Wow. Statistically, that's that is a good correct. point, yeah. 
The human body is technically capable of reproduction at 12, age 12. Mm. 12, 13, yeah, that's true. But the brain hasn't stopped fully developing before you're 25. Mentally, you're most likely to not be ready to be a father at 25, but physically, you're old enough to be someone's grandfather. Yeah, that's a uh, a problem, really. Yeah. With the uh, the whole human development thing. It's an odd design. Well, it just, you know, it has to do with the rather unfunny topic of infant mortality. And back in the day, you just had to make a bunch of babies, you mm-hmm. know, to have a few survive to adulthood to, to reproduce again. Ah, uh, let's see. Where were we? Ah, if you won a year's worth of calendars, do you just win one calendar? <laughs> Maybe we should do that. We should do a big giveaway. Really pump it up. A year's worth of meatball is probably the laziest food name after orange. <laughs> what about meatloaf? <laughs> Oh, that is pretty funny. Meatloaf, well, yeah, I, yeah. Meatball is lazier because a loaf you could describe in a number of ways, I think. But yeah, yeah. meat don't do or, it. Orange is pretty lazy. Orange I, I, is lazy. I've always thought that about towns. Hilltop, really? Yeah. You're gonna start a new town? That's what you come up with. Lakeview, yes, yes, you can see the lake. That's a good one too. By the logic of orange, you'd call a lime a green, and a lemon would be a yellow. Come on, come on. Who's responsible for that? Let's let's come up with a better name for the orange. Wouldn't that be a fun project? Ah, <laughs> uh, let's see. Someday archaeologists are going to dig up Disney World and think it was some type of bizarre mouse-worshipping kingdom. Could be. And finally this. <clears throat> the first person to suck in helium probably thought their voice was changed forever for a scary 20 seconds or so. Oh, hey. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. What have I done to myself? How am I going to address the board when I'm making love to my wife? How is she going to take me serious? Oh, God. Thank God. Oh, thank God. <laughs> that mouse one's pretty funny. Uh, yeah. Archaeologist. It's apparently some sort of a worshipped mouse for some, some sort of mouse god figure. <clears throat> uh, Jack, this one's for you from uh, Douglas. I sent along a, an article. My favorite Torero, bullfighter, Juan Jose Padilla, is going to retire. If you don't like bullfighting, you are a pussy. Mm, I don't like bullfighting. I think it's it's awful and should be it should be uh, thrown on the ass cheeks of history hmm. as something of a crueler time. You, you don't enjoy torturing an animal to death, right? And that makes and, you a pussy. And I don't think no. Okay, so the bullfighter is a tough guy. He's the manly one, yes, because they go out there and stab the bull and wear it all out. So you get to go out and dance around and then stab it to death, right? I get it exactly. In in pansy pants, frankly. <laughs> all right, so Douglas, we got a little uh, diverging of uh, points of view. Here, I'm confident in my position on that one. Yeah. Uh, the topic is uh, crepes make Jack angry from Chris from Portland. Crepes, yeah. Uh, who, well, during your last broadcast between Marshall's waxing poetic about some odd culinary aberration called crockpot butter beef <laughs> and gorging yourselves on a pie baked in a cake called Pake, Jack admitted something utterly astonishing, that food makes him angry, specifically crepes. He'd prefer to listen to the Partridge family instead of eating delicious flat French pancakes, and I'd like to know why crepes make him angry. That's Chris from Portland, who's the owner of Flapjack Crepery Mm. in beautiful Portlandia. But that's pretty good. Why do crepes make you angry, Jack? Lots of food makes me angry. (laughs) Talking about food makes me angry. The whole thing of food makes me angry. 
If you're hungry, eat something, whatever's handy, and then let's just move on with our day. (laughs) I don't want to have any discussion about it. I don't want to talk about it afterwards. Oh, that was absolutely exquisite. What was that? Was that fennel? Was there just a little hint of cinnamon in that? But the point of that was the reason I started is music doesn't make me angry, and it makes a lot of people angry. Right. Like, listening to some of those Partridge Family songs, it gave me a a visceral, like, skin-crawling reaction. Yeah, I don't get that. Yeah, I don't I, well, I don't, I don't get how you could possibly a get angry about food or b not want an appetizer. But now, <laughs> makes the meal twice as long. I just want to get out of here. <coughs> Chris, Chris, I will stop by your place next time it is uh, convenient. I will try some of your delicious crepes, and I then I will talk about them at length. I would too if I happened to be hungry at the time I walked by your restaurant. <laughs> but if I'm not. Not going to seek it out. Exactly. I was pondering the weird behavior of people like Harvey Weinstein and Charlie Rose, writes Kevin. Uh, This isn't just about using the power of your position to get women. Instead, there was this weird stuff about walking around naked or in a bathrobe or expecting women to be impressed. So my thought... Um, this is now. This it says from Glenn Reynolds at Instapundit after it. I don't know if Glenn Reynolds wrote it or Kevin did, but... Instead of exercising traditionally male power, they were trying to exercise the traditionally female power of being desirable and desired. Maybe it's because they were in industries where that power is especially prominent. But pathetically, they were acting like they hoped someone would find them beautiful. Or pretend to, I think is generally the case. Um, Probably happens a lot. Like Sean has been saying, there's probably a, a fairly high percentage of time that that works. Where people think... Powerful person's making me an invitation, obviously, with the open bathrobe. And I think if I come through for them, they'll come through for me. Eh, I'm not exactly loving this idea, but let's get it on. Right. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. And then finally, this uh, from Alan, beautiful Valley Joe. Uh, Dear Vern and Smack Jack, Smajack, rather, simple middle-aged Jack. Why the ageism, Alan? (laughs) What are you, what are you, going to be young forever, Alan? Who the hell are you? I'll take middle-aged. Yeah, that's all right. Where's the middle? It's pretty long. What is the range of middle? I don't know. What do you think middle-aged is, Sean? Say the middle 60% of your life. So take the 20% off of each end. The The remainder wow. is, is middle-aged. Yeah, I, that's what I'd go with. So you got a pretty wide range. Yeah. Maybe 30 to 60, something like that. That sounds about right. Well, if you're going to live to be, let's say, 85, what's 20% of 85? That would be 17 times 2 is 34. Uh, if you're thirty, nah, nobody's calling is not middle aged. Nobody's calling a thirty-five-year-old middle aged. Yeah, but your theory the middle, sucks, that'd Sean. Be, that'd be the middle third. <laughs> oh no, I put so much thought into it. <laughs> so <do> you, <laughs> how about a third, a third, a third? Well, that's what we did. Oh. so do you want to go with a, a middle? I thought we did twenty sixty okay. twenty. So yeah, middle, that's what my theory was. Be, the twenty sixty middle 20. thirty is going to be even broad. Uh, how about a middle? I, I don't know. How about take forty and add five? No, you know what? It, I, I think it's it's forty forty twenty. I mean, first, so you're either young, old, and briefly your middle age, forty five or so. Would that be for you, you're you're youngish? Once you pass forty five, you're kind of middle aged until you're like uh, seventy. No, you're not middle aged at sixty eight. I am. <laughs> I'm vital. I'm athletic, manly. Oh, damn, I have some really good writing here, but eh, we'll stop. We'll do it again from Alan in a minute. We're doing away with the word old, obviously, yes. in society, which is, is kind of odd, because at some point you should recognize, even if I even if I do well on the life expectancy chart, I'm clearly in the last quarter of my life. One foot in the grave. You're all fitting. <laughs> I don't know if you have to focus on the one foot in the sure. grave, but 
What's wrong with recognizing on a scale of young to old, I'm old? I'm not, personally. Jack, old is just a state of mind. Yeah, not, not according to uh, actuary tables. <laughs> or medicines or all kinds of different things. You know what I say to actuary tables? Mind your own business. <laughs> I'm young in my heart. Middle-aged. Maybe you have an answer on the text line at 415-295-KFTC. We have National Park visitor Marshall Phillips coming up. Right, with some bonus mailbag from Arsh and coming up, Nigel Rotund on the Royal Wedding. Awesome, the Armstrong and Getty Show. I've got my spine, I've got my orange. Oh, we've got an update on Stewart saves his Senate seat. That's an interesting <laughs> ongoing story. He's taken complete responsibility. So before we get to a man visiting a national park... Ah. Yeah, before we get to the news, can I hit you with a little uh, Marshall-related email? This is from uh, Robert. Not doctored, I swear. Screenshot. He searched on Marshall Phillips for some reason, and here are the results that popped up immediately. Marshall Phillips, obituary. (laughs) There must be another one. Marshall Phillips, butter beef. Result result number two. Excellent. Marshall Phillips, butter beef bas- recipe. Butter beef recipe is number three. Then Marshall Phillips, basketball. Marshall Phillips, Dayton, Ohio. Marshall Phillips, New Mexico. And result number seven, Marshall Phillips, push-ups. When you search online, so you're known apparently <laughs> mostly for the, the, the disgusting butter beef. And that is your legacy. for your prowess in push-ups. Clearly your legacy. Indeed, indeed. It's so far. It's good to have one. So far. I mean, the legacy will grow and That's prosper. That's true. You're not done. Yes. No, no. You only have one foot in the grave, as exactly. we were discussing earlier. Exactly. I didn't see any uh, emails about the butter beef. Did people whip that up over the weekend? We posted that recipe, right? Oh, just the thought yeah. of How'd most... you like it? Not uh, good. On, on this Monday morning, having stepped on the scale earlier today. Mm, yes. I, uh, just the thought of food is just... Oh. I was up 1.4 pounds. So I can live with that. That's not bad. Uh-huh. I can live with that. Yeah. News now with Marshall Phillips. Well, President Trump back in D.C. this morning after his Thanksgiving in Florida. We've got members of Congress returning to work today as well. Some under a cloud like Minnesota Senator Al Franken dealing with allegations of sexual misconduct. I am uh, embarrassed and ashamed of, uh, of uh, some of what has come out. Frank and telling WCCO he doesn't remember if he ever touched a woman inappropriately while photos were being taken. You know, I, I, I can't say that that hasn't happened. I take thousands and thousands of pictures. Wow. See, I can Sometimes in wow. crowded and chaotic situations. Oh, my God. I, uh, and I, I may have grabbed someone's I ass. I haven't done that. I don't know. Maybe and stuck my hand down I, her shirt. I, Accidentally. I'm, uh, I am very sorry if these women sorry, experience that. manhood is and what you are. doggone it, I'm sorry. Um, uh, yeah, hmm. does that work on anybody? I've taken thousands of pictures, and I guarantee you I've never grabbed anybody's ass. I Unless can invited. And the, as a sitting U.S. senator, yeah. he gets shoved into pictures, and if there's an attractive woman next to me, grabs her ass. How pathetic is that? I mean, good Lord. Like I said, he's a sad excuse of, for manhood. 
I signed a boob once, Marshall. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. I Lovely do gal. Delightful gal. Yeah, she asked you to do that. Oh, yes, absolutely. And her husband stood by chuckling. <laughs> her boyfriend, I can't remember. But yeah, the, right. It was a fully consensual boob signing. But at the end of this story on uh, on Stuart Smalley here, um, it's up to Minnesotans to decide whether or not he ought to be their senator, isn't it? So, yeah, exactly. And, you know, I heard the point made by Zoe Lofgren, who's a uh, Democratic senator from the San Jose area, for people who are not familiar and she said, listen, we got to figure out what this process is because the voters hire these people. And it really is important that the voters fire them because we can't have a system where we just can come up with, well, I'm, I'm expanding a little on what she said, but we can come up with a reason as legitimate as it might sound and just toss out the will of the voters and get rid of the person. Because right. that, you know, that would be certainly, the minute you could do that, it would be abused. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Representative John Conyers of Michigan stepped down Sunday as the top Democrat in the House Judiciary Committee amid allegations he was sexually harassing female staffers. The 88-year-old veteran Congress... 80-freaking-eight. Yes. And, as reported on MSNBC this morning, regularly attends meetings in his pajamas... Going on. Yes. He, yes. Was, he yes. was round the bend 15 years ago. Yeah. He's in his 27th term. Yes. I'm not a term limits guy, but how do you not, how does somebody not run to his left? He's a Democrat. How does he not get challenged 20 years ago by somebody to his left who says, look, Democrats, I'm a Democrat, you're a Democrat, let's get some new thoughts and ideas right. in there. We'll keep the seat, but let's get some new blood in there. I know you're familiar with the concept of a political machine. Right. He comes from one. Right, and that's just just awful. That's just awful. Fellow Democrat Nancy Pelosi, though, was making the rounds talking about (laughs) Conyers. He will do the right thing in terms of what he knows about his situation, that he's entitled to due process, but women are entitled to due process as well. There you go. (laughs) Nancy Nancy really struggled yesterday. I watched her whole interview, and she's... Something's happened. I don't know if she's not well. It's, I just, I think it's age. She's just, I've been saying this for at least a year now. She is round the bend. It happened pretty really? suddenly. Yes, really. But uh, yeah, she was, she was flounder. Bat. Yes, Sean. From the Democrats that make the rounds on TV, they have a huge age problem. Oh my God, huge. I'd say yeah. so. They all sound yeah. so old. And there she is commenting on a guy who's 88 about whether or not he should still be. And she's incoherently. Yeah. Like yeah. granny after one glass too many of sherry. She got really mad at Chuck Todd, though, because he used all the time on Meet the Press to talk about this sex stuff. And she said, we're out of time. You're not going to talk about the Republican tax plan? You fell for it. You bought blah. And he cut her off, and that yeah. was the end of it. <laughs> Which, That's she, enough, Granny. She has a decent point. Go that to is, your room. That is a fairly large topic you would think it would work its way into the conversation. In terms of what is good and necessary to discuss for the American <laughs> yes. people? Yeah, I see your point. And indeed, royal watchers are abuzz this morning oh, with yes. word that Prince Harry, fifth in line to the British throne, is engaged to American actress Meghan Markle. Kensington Palace made the official announcement this morning. The wedding is set for next spring. She will be the first divorced the first biracial Jewish-American actress to join the British royal family. So I don't know her act. So she's Jewish, eh? Yes. Fine. Yes. Um, okay. What she's, she's like, uh, what's her, what's TV, her mixed race? TV show. I, I, what, do you know Sean for sure? No, I don't know her, yeah. her, her I, I just makeup. keep reading biracial. See, I don't care. No. Um, right. What show is she on? Suits. What? The TV show okay. is Suits. 
And she has now quit that job and is planning to move to London in the very near future. God, I would think it'd be hard to convince a woman of, you know, I love you, no, you love me, I love you, we want to have a great life together. All right. But why you want to sign up for this whole royal family thing. Oh, my God. Megan, every aspect of your life is going to be picked apart for the rest right. of your life. Megan, I wonder, I'd like to I'd track them. I'd like to be embedded yeah. with the royals, like a reporter, you know, with troops. And do they spend like 98% of their time unseen jetting from one, you know, uh, exclusive place to another? Probably. So there's there's not a lot of the uh, rubbing up against the realities of what you're talking about. I don't know. No, you could, I suppose if you ignored it, but then they're in the paper all the freaking time. Yeah. Megan, by the way, she's 36 years old. She's three years older than Harry. Wow. Older divorcee. I don't know. People are talking. (laughs) That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. Seems like a risky move to me. And the power of the royal family hangs in the balance. (laughs) (laughs) The legacy, Jack. We're going to talk to an actual New York Times reporter about this attempt to figure out what's going on with Congress's current setup where you can harass anybody you want. If they come forward, you get a lawyer and they don't. Right. (laughs) And taxpayers pay the bill. (laughs) I mean, it's unbelievable. And and You know what I just found out is it only goes to the Ethics Committee if they don't settle. So if the victim settles, the Ethics Committee says, ah, that's over. Doesn't matter how insane it was. So you'd think... The bad ones would be settled because the congressmen say, I don't want that one in the light of day. So it's the very ones that deserve the most scrutiny that get none. Thank you, Congress. Well done. Again, their laws only apply to us, not to them, idiots. (laughs) A lot of textures letting us know what middle-aged is, among other things. We have to get caught up on so much stuff that happened while we were all on this long break, eating ourselves to a slow death. You're You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Sean, did you eat much? Ate a ton. Uh, at the, the main feast, there was... So we had the, the turkey for the main course, of course. But then, and, and a, a family first, and I hope this is the new tradition, as part of the kind of the pre-meal grazing, there was a whole gigantic, like, honey-glazed ham. You got oh, like that was just part of you the pre-meal like meal. pre-meal you got ham? Like, you got like ham as kind of a grazing appetizer. Oh, wow. that was great. <laughs> and Funny. ham. Yeah, exactly. We, we did have what I uh, knew would happen, because I remember being a kid. Same thing happened on Thanksgiving when I was a little kid. The, the, the young kids sit down, and they, they look at the table and think, there's nothing here I really like. Yeah, why is everybody talking about this like it's such a big deal? Well, we've been looking forward to this all day long. We're not, hot dogs. <laughs> not a single Happy Meal on this whole table. <laughs> We're the chicken nuggets. Yeah. Um, I, I did the, the weird, and th- this makes no logical sense. I have mocked others when they do it. It's stupid. It's a stupid thing to think. <laughs> but the, you know, if you're if you're trying to watch what you eat, you eat, and everybody should always your entire life. Mm-hmm. But the, well, I've already blown it now, so what difference does Show it make? No. Which makes no logical sense.
logical sense whatsoever. No, zero good calories after bad. Well, if you eat a piece of pie for breakfast, you eating more pie the rest of the day or less pie is still its own thing. Right. <laughs> it's right? completely independent well, of the pie you had in the morning. I already jaywalked, so time to rob a bank. <laughs> exactly. Right, or just stand here and let this semi kill me. No, no. I, I realize it makes no logical sense whatsoever. Hmm. There's no, at the end of the day, reckoning where they say it's not a pass-fail. Right. It, right, degree it's very much not. Yeah. Degree matters. Yeah, they keep <laughs> they continue to keep score. <laughs> it's the idea. I, I have heard people say this so many times at restaurants. The idea of you know somebody gets a big plate of this or that or a piece of pie and a diet coke. How stupid is that? Well, mate, you took in a hundred less calories or five hundred less calories by drinking the diet coke. Right, that makes a difference. It's sure. not pass fail. That's stupid to look at it that way. Yet I did. Mm. So. Mm. Uh, Confession's good for the soul. Is it? Yes. Realizing you're an idiot, is that good for the yeah, soul? Yeah, it's good for my soul. It's amazing. Uh, Prince Harry's old lady, uh, soon to be old lady. She's African-American and a devoted Catholic until 2015 when she converted to Protestantism. Oh, I see. There you go. So there you go. They're, they're still talking about that in the royal family, are they? Catholic versus Protestant. So, so she is a, uh, a, 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 a both. You know, it's funny. Everybody. Uh, well, this gets back to my old thing. I don't care what you are. Neither do I. If I cared, I, do I would do not care. I would have looked it up if I cared. But she is half black, half white, and Jewish. Lenny Kravitz, another great mixed race, uh, famous uh, Jewish uh, personality. Fantastic. Do you yeah. think that was Harry's pitch to the family? Look at Lenny Kravitz, <laughs> right? <laughs> What's that yeah. song with the rip? Everybody loves that song. What is middle aged? Middle aged is forty five. If you're not forty five, you're either younger or older than the middle age. I guess that'd just be the middle point. I don't think it works that way. Middle age is uh, the third in the middle. So if you live to be 85, you're young up to 28, and then middle aged after 50 uh, <laughs> until 56. So it's 28 to 56 is so middle age. So a 29 year old is middle aged. You, you are an idiot. Well, unless you're 20. If you're 20, you might think a 29 year old's middle aged. You might. No, I yeah, wouldn't. I remember when I turned 30 and I had friends who were in their younger 20s. And they're like, what is it like at 30? You're hmm. 25. It's five years from now. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that big a deal. But when you're 25, a 30 year old's like, oh my God, that must be a different planet. Yeah, yeah. I guess. When I was 25 <laughs> and a 30 year old showed up at the party, I'm like, who invited the cops? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Probably an arc. So there you go. Uh, you know you're old when your regrets outnumber your dreams. Oof. Oof. Wow. Hey, anybody got a bottle full of pills I can swallow all at once? <laughs> I'm the, I gotta go Thanks home for now. that cheery note. <laughs> uh, you call it today Cyber Monday. I call it Unsubscribe Day. Since you're getting emails from everybody, you can unsubscribe from all your different accounts. That's okay. a really good idea. I have, I believe, three each emails already today from a couple of different places that yeah. I've shopped. Yeah. How did. Wow. And I hate, hate, hate myself when I think, wow, 60% off jeans. I ought to check that out. And I click on it because I know they're keeping track. He's weak. Keep sending him emails. He's weak. He can be had. <laughs> We've almost got him. Uh, guys, I came across some trolls over the weekend referring to you guys as armchair and goat cheese. That's pretty funny. <laughs> wow. Well, that's hurtful. <laughs> and clever. Uh, <laughs> I turned 50 in December. Middle age is now a moving target. Yeah, that's what I was getting to. You ask a 19-year-old what middle age is, that number is going to be a lot lower on the front end. Sure. Then you ask a 50-year-old. Yeah. No doubt about it. Now, by the way, is, is the answer. Mm-hmm. Every bit of me hurts, and I got more regrets than dreams. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, I got a lot of dreams. A lot of dreams. Mostly of vengeance. That's that's what anime... That's, 
Animates my days, motivates me. Uh, just dreams of vengeance. How, many, how much time do we have here, Michael? Okay, that's time enough for this. And then maybe we'll have to look up to see if it's true. Opioid epidemic that we've been talking about. You guys were reporting uh, something the CDC put out about how many uh, opioid deaths there are, et cetera, et cetera. You know, it's a national crisis. Right, sure. Yeah. The CDC is including all illegal narcotics that are open, what, 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 that are available in uh, their opioid study, which is about 80% of all the people they're including. So the 20% are the people that are legally taking pain management as opposed to the 80% illegal drugs. Does that change the story of what's going on in America? So, I'm sorry, the deaths are 20% legal, 80% illegal? That's what this person says. It'd be worth looking up. I don't I don't think that changes my perception of so? any of it. No, because a lot of people on the illegal stuff started on legal ones. Okay. Well, and it's just you got a drug killing everybody, so... Well, not everybody, but a lot of people. It so killed it's everybody all right. I'm going home. And we'd have, once again, a planet of the apes. <laughs> a lot of things lead to a planet of the apes. That's your, why you've got to be vigilant. In your world. New York Times reporter on Congress ripping us all off over sexual harassment. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.